0: We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the country throughout Australia from which we conduct our podcast. We would like to pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Beers and Tears. Today, I'm joined with Sarah from Burnout Bookings. Hello. How are you today? Good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Um. So, I mean, I guess to begin, just tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, yeah, like what you do, is as your, as your full-time job doing burnout out bookings?
1: So not at the moment, unfortunately. Um, hopefully in the next um, few years we can get it to that point, but at the moment it's definitely just a really crazy, busy side hustle. Um, so I run burnt-out bookings with my business partner, Aaron. Um, he does all our mid-North Coast shows, so he does like Port Macquarie, Coffs Harbour, Newcastle, um, and I'm currently focused on doing our Sydney and Canberra and Melbourne shows. Um, and the whole thing with Burnt Out is that we focus on gender-diverse lineups. so we aim to have at least 50% of all of our acts to have one female identifying member um, within that 50%. Um, sometimes we get a bit more, sometimes we get a bit less if artists drop out. Um, sometimes the gender diversity isn't quite there. Uh, but, yeah, that's kind
0: of us. Cool. And so where are you based at the moment? Like, you- So at the
1: moment I'm based in... So, at the moment, I'm based in Canberra. Um, I grew up in Western Sydney, though.
0: Oh, cool. Interesting. And so, I guess, has is all the work that you do remote work?
1: Yeah. Um, so, for all our Canberra shows, um, I, I'm there for them. For our Melbourne shows, I usually am there for them as well. Um, we have – we've had our first one about a month or so ago at Bad Decisions Bar, and I ran the door for that and got to meet all the bands at the venue – make sure everyone was okay, everyone was settled in. Um, and with Melbourne shows, I'll probably keep doing that, just going once a month, making sure everyone's okay, run the door, um, just meet everyone in the Melbourne scene, really. Um, for other shows, they are remote, though.
0: Yeah, cool. And so have you kind of, I guess, through COVID, it's obviously probably been really difficult to <laughs> run at all because there's not, not been any shows to run. But I guess, like, how did you find it juggling between, I guess, like Melbourne was in lockdown for a long period of time and then you probably would have been doing remote work for that and like kind of juggling all these like different lockdowns and getting between it all like how did you kind of find that
1: um it was really frustrating at first when we kicked off burnt out last year our first show was meant to be the day after lockdown came back in Canberra so um before we even began we all kind of like shot in the foot with that one but we about a month into the lockdown, I was like, well, I'm missing gigs. I'm sure that other people are also missing gigs. So to try and combat that a bit, we did like a lockdown live stream. So we had three artists from each of the East Coast states just sing for like 15 minutes each. Um, It ended up being a really, really fun time, really good time. And it meant that, like, especially for Melbourne, when everyone was in lockdown for so, so long down there, it was a bit of entertainment and breaking up the, uh, like, boredom, I guess, for them.
0: Yeah, cool. And so what kind of got you into starting Burnt Out Bookings? What kind of pushed you into deciding that that's something that you want to start? Do you do it by yourself or do you have help?
1: Um, so for the most part, it's mostly myself. Um, it started just because i have been working in music for a little bit before that. So um, none of my family or friends are from music backgrounds. I very much had to like graft and get to where I am now in, before starting Burnt Out. Um, So I was working for, like, a live music venue at the time. I was working for Century venues in Sydney before lockdown started, Um, and then lockdown started, and that stopped. So um, about a year or two later, I was living in Canberra and was just bored and really missed live music and being able to work in it. Um, So at first was, I'm going to run a DIY venue. That'll be great. And then remembered how much time would have to go into running a venue, (laughs) and I was like, I like my life and I like my spare time, so I'm gonna I'm gonna book shows and just go from there and whatever happens, happens. Um, and about a week after discussing that with my mates, my good friend Aaron Johnson messaged me and was like, hey, I wanna book shows, I wanna help out, let's do this together. So um, we work together on things, but for the most part, um, he handles all his Port Macquarie shows and Nui shows and we'll just message each other every other day to be like, hey, we've got this booked or hey, we're working with this artist. And usually it's just a case of, yeah, that's cool, man. Awesome. And that's the extent of our helping each other.
0: Yeah, sick. And so I guess, did you um, study something in the field to kind of get you interested in doing bookings or what was kind of the process?
1: Yeah, so I dropped out of like three university degrees. Um, I did not know what I wanted to do. I had a music teacher in my HFC years in New South Wales that was not supportive of most of the music class unfortunately so any love i had for music in high school pretty much dimmed out in hsc um and music just always stuck with me i remember like watching roadies and um crew on stage getting stuff into place at shows I mean like that would be such a cool job mm-hmm. so after dropping out of like three degrees finally did my cert three in live production through tafe um and then became one of those crew on stage and realized I didn't want to be a crew on stage. So I yep. uh, looked more into like music business as a possibility um, and enrolled in my diploma of entertainment business management through James C Academy. Liked it enough that I stayed on to finish my
0: degree. Cool. Nice. And so I guess you would have gotten kind of some sort of knowledge about bookings and stuff through that course.
1: Um, A little bit like the, I don't think for booking shows in general, you need to go to university or TAFE for it at all. It's very much like just book it and make it happen and it will happen. Um, As long as you're like super polite, super lovely with everyone, with everyone you work with in general, you'll be able to book shows. Um, For me, a lot of it was watching YouTube and reading interviews with different people. There's an Australian blog, I believe it is, called One of One um, and they interview Australian women in the industry and all the different roles, what their roles involved, how they got into that. So I started looking into that and got more information from those things than I did for my degree regarding booking shows.
0: Cool. And so I guess when you made the decision to start Burnt Out Bookings, um, how did you kind of know where to start, I guess? Like where did it all begin for you and how did you kind of get it kicked off?
1: So because I'd worked at Century Venues like two years prior to starting Burnt Out, um, I had a bit of knowledge with regards to booking shows just because I'd managed shows being booked there before. Mm. Um, so I kind of had a rough idea of like, okay, we need to book the venue, then we book the artists, then I'll do some promo. I don't know what that's going to look like. I'm going to figure it out. And it was a lot of like furious Googling to be like how to best market shows and um, tips and tricks from artists and bands to try and help our shows out. Um we got, I just, yeah, we just emailed the venue and asked if they had any dates free. I think I asked for like a Friday or Saturday. They said yes. Um, and then we booked the artists and got some artwork drawn up. I believe the venue handled our artwork at first because the venue manager is like a graphic designer by trade, I believe. So she wanted to handle that. And I was like, yep, cool, no problem. And yeah, we ended up selling out that show, I believe, as well. So it was really cool.
0: Wow. And so I guess how did you know like who to get in contact with in terms of venues and in terms of like i guess them was there ever a worry of like okay i've booked this venue who's going to play
1: yeah, definitely. Um, I was still new in Canberra at the time when I booked my first show. So I think I'd been living here like six months when I booked the show. Um, and it was purely just like browsing the internet, seeing who was out there, seeing what venues existed in Canberra that would fit a smaller show. Because um, I knew that like we couldn't play Canberra Theatre Centre for our first show, it'd be way too massive. It's like 2000 cap there or something ridiculous. So I was like, okay, I need to try and find smaller venues. Um, And just hanging about on, like, Instagram and searching through hashtags relating to, like, the Canberra music scene, seeing if there was any Canberra music Facebook groups that were going and just trying to really deep dive into the scene and get to know people.
0: Yeah, cool. And I guess for, like, people who are listening, kind of wanting to maybe pursue something and doing bookings, um, I guess how do you make money off it, if that's a comfortable question for you? Because I guess you're, like, paying a venue or or if you don't pay a venue do you take a percentage do you pay the artists how does the whole interconnection between you the artist, and the venue operate?
1: We've been really lucky with Burnt Out in that um, a lot of the venues we work with we have residencies with them so that means that the venue covers our costs so we get a producer fee um, and they negotiated that with us with regards to how much they think we were owed and how much we wanted uh to kind of be paid but weren't really sure ourselves it's still kind of a guessing game when it comes to producing shows working out what our fees should be what feels right what feels fair for everyone Mm -hmm. um and the the venue then pays the artists for those that we have the residencies with for the venues that we don't have residencies with um sometimes those shows are a bit harder because generally burnt out won't make money off those um will break even or just slightly under breaking even but we do make sure that like our um artists get paid um like a really good example of this is we work with Bad Decisions Bar well in Melbourne. So um, I think they had like the whole month of January free, so We didn't have to pay venue hire. We just paid for all the sound technician to be there and that was it. So we paid the artist fees. I go by the Musicians Union of Australia minimum payment fee, which I think is like 250 dollars an hour at the moment, um, or that's what they're uh, trying to push for. So I go by that to pay my artists to make sure they're paid fairly. Um, and if artists want to negotiate that, I'm always open that and to open up our budget and see what we can work with for them as well
0: cool and um I guess oh I lost my train of thought oh yeah um what sort of was the first gig that you had booked um and what was that experience like for you
1: Um, So the first gig that we booked uh, as Burnt Out Bookings was a gig at the Front Cafe. Um, So at the moment there are like 34 cap, it's a really small venue. Um, We just booked, I think three or four local artists. The venue manager was super easy. I was really uh, like mildly stressed, I guess, going into it. So I tried to ask them as many questions as possible, make sure they were comfortable with us, that if they had any questions for us, we addressed it straight away and everything was clear. Communication was clear, we knew what to both expect from each other. Mm-hmm. Um and then yeah, it went really well. We was really happy like we were really happy. I was really excited. I FaceTimed my business partner, Aaron, and we both like had an absolute freak out, like screaming, screaming, jumping in from the venue. And he's like laughing at me from FaceTime in Port Macquarie. Um but, yeah, it was really cool, really fun time.
0: Awesome. And I guess in terms of like a legal aspect, um from the get-go, did you kind of like sign up for like a business name did you kind of like already have contracts put together for like an artist or like how did how have you organized all of that um yeah like like the legalities
1: so the legalities is something we're still um slowly getting through so when we decided to launch Burnt Out, I already had an ABN. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of my music industry work has me- meant that I need an ABN. So sometimes I'll, like, be a door person or I'll sell merch. So to get paid, you need an ABN. Um, and then just speaking with Aaron, we agreed that my ABN would become Burnt Out Bookings ABN. I just Burnt Out Bookings under a business name, which is in the Australian Business Registry or Registrar, I think it's called. Yeah. Um, and that's just under Burnt Out Bookings AU. Legally, I wanted to make sure that, like, AU was included at the end because I've heard of so many bands and companies where they haven't specified the country. Another country of the same name, like, another business of the same name in a different country will then sue them or um, send them a cease and desist for using the same name and same rights or whatever. So to try and avoid that, I was like, add AU at the end.
0: Interesting. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you know if the registry, like, because I know you can, like, search for a business name to see if it's, like, um, obviously available. But does that only search for Australia and not worldwide? Or
1: Yeah, I think at the moment it focuses primarily on Australia. I don't think it extends to internationally. Um, so when we did register Burnt Out, the first thing I did was Google Burnt Out Bookings to see if somebody else was using it or if it was being used in another capacity. I think there's technically another like small California club promoter that's also using oh, yeah. burnt out bookings, <laughs> but they don't seem very active. We haven't seen them be active since like 2020. So we think we're in the clear, but yeah.
0: Cool. And so where did where did the name burnt out bookings come from as well? How did you come up with that one?
1: So there's a band called Pop that are based in Canada. Um, and one of their lyric, lyrics is like, if I'm a burnout, why not just burn it, burn it all? And I was like, that's such a sick lyric. And like, I relate to that because I'm constantly doing things. I can't not be doing things. I'm always working on something yeah. I love. So I was like, yeah, burnt out. Burnt Out Wilkins will be the name.
0: <laughs> yeah, classic. I love that. And, like, I guess speaking of that what is that kind of the music that you listen to? Like, what kind of music do you listen to as well?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I try to, like, keep it as eclectic as possible and try to always listen to new things and keep my ears and eyes open to whatever's happening. Um. But, like, I'm definitely an elder emo kid at heart still, for, like, forever and always will be. Yeah. Um, I think, like, even today I was listening to, like, Pop, The Front Bottoms, um, Halsey, uh, Trophy Eyes, like, all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, try and get a good mix of music and different bands, different artists. Try and make sure I'm focusing on Australian music as well and try and make sure that I've got, like, um, female identifying persons in the music I'm listening to as well and that mm-hmm. I'm trying to make sure my own representation is there and not just burnt out work.
0: Yeah. Do you ever get people kind of contacting you like now that it's kind of progressed a little bit more, um, kind of looking for someone to kind of take the lead in booking them a venue?
1: Yeah, we've had a few actually. Um, At the moment we're getting like one or two emails a week from different artists asking for assistance, whether it's like they want to organise a tour or they're organising a tour, they just want to book a Canberra show with us or a Port Macquarie show with us. Um, And we're always super, super open to that, super happy to help um, because we've got like the contacts in Canberra, maybe they don't have the contacts, maybe they're not really sure how to handle a show in Canberra or Port Macquarie um, and we're there to help out with that. Um, And in terms of like our gender diversity, we've had a few bands reach out to us just for that as well to be like, hey, like we want to make a difference. We don't know where to start. This is really hard for us. And then we'll help them out and be like, yep, cool. We can help you out with that. We'll take over and just go from there.
0: Sick. And I guess, um, are there? How do you kind of decide between yes, I want to book this band, and like, or like, yeah, these guys are really good, or like, no, maybe like, what is kind of maybe like a red flag moment um, if you ever have ever had one for um, booking? I guess red and green flags. Like, what's something that you think are like, you know, okay, yeah, this is going to be really good, and like, I guess this is what people should do if they want to be kind of have an easy booking process and maybe this is what you shouldn't do
1: a red flag for me was like within the first two weeks of starting burnt out we had someone message us being like what do you book and I was just like live music yeah and they're like yeah but like what live music like what do you mean and I was like well what what do you mean like you're you are you have like reached out to me for a booking and now you're giving me the fifth degree over what we actually do like give me something to work with so I can work with you in turn. Mm. Um, So that was a bit of a red flag. Um, And then they were like, oh, haha, we were just joking. And I was like, okay. And then they kind of like got a bit snippy after that. And I was like, yeah, cool. I'm just going to leave this conversation because this isn't going anywhere for either of us. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But in terms of green flags, um, bands that are like super clear with the opening message, so – if, like, f- for example, if a ben were to reach out for us being like, hey, um, we want to book this kind of show, we want to book this kind of venue, we're looking at these kind of dates, this is our sound, here's some links to our stuff. Um, that's all, like, a really good green flag to me because it shows they know exactly what they want and they'll be super easy to work with right from the get-go. Um, having a really strong marketing presence, whether that's, like your Instagram is up to date and you guys are pretty consistent with posting or you've got really good engagement with your audience, your fans are commenting on everything, that's a really good sign as well. Um, and just, like, drive if you're eager and you're willing. Like, we had a band reach out to us today who um, messaged to you know, like, do you guys have a roster? How do we get on your roster? And I was like, that's a really good question. We don't have a roster at the moment. We're still working on it, but thank you for reaching out. These are And they were like, oh, cool, what would we – how could we be considered as an artist for your roster? And I was like, well, these are the things we're looking for. So if you can match up with that, then we'd definitely be up down to have a coffee, have a chat, whatever. Um, always a green flag. And then just the overall vibe. If we like the sound, um, then we'll probably reach out to them and ask to book them. And, yeah.
0: Yeah, sweet. And I guess, like, what for you personally is your overall um, aim to achieve with burnt-out bookings?
1: I think just change the impact uh, of like bookings in general in Australia. There's still so many lineups we've seen where it's just like four bands in a band, it's like four dudes in a band for every band on the lineup. There's no representation of anyone. There's nothing. It's like the same four guys that tour all the time. It's like, like you don't see yourself on stage. It doesn't feel very warm and welcoming at those shows. And I don't expect shows to always feel warm and welcoming. I know that sometimes it might be like a little bit rough, a little bit rowdy or, um, it's just not the vibe or whatever and that's fine. But to see it, like it's been called out so often now and there's some really good Instagram pages like Lineups Without Mails and um, Beneath the Glass Ceiling, which have all called this out and are still speaking about it and there's still so much change that needs to happen. So
0: Definitely. hopefully
1: we can add to that conversation and make it a bit more clear that it needs to happen.
0: Yeah, awesome. And I guess what does your day-to-day schedule look like for through running burnt out bookings
1: (laughs) not great um I work full-time um outside of burnt out so it's normally like wake up go straight to work work nine to five come home work on burnt out go to sleep like midnight every day um I am trying to like maintain a bit of um like work-life balance so I try and keep my weekends for myself that's for me to hang out with my friends and to not look at my emails and not look at anything just be like I'm not working this doesn't count I'm not working but right. yeah still kind of learning that.
0: Cool interesting what do you do for work um, outside of burnt out?
1: Um, I currently work for the University of Canberra with their live music department helping out with the live music manager and their social media manager as
0: well. Awesome what do you do with that?
1: Um, so it's helping the live music manager. We've just had a nuanced that was previously Kels Baggist who ran and she ran UC for like five years. She's an absolute legend and is now working for Sydney Opera House, which is amazing. Um, and has now been replaced by my boss, Charlotte, who is super lovely, also worked at UC under live music and has returned and will be doing a really great job. Um, so helping her set up shows, getting run sheets together, um, making sure bands are across their advancing that they're got everything ready for the show and they need every they've got everything they need from us as well um and just helping out with social media so running the UC live and UC hub Facebook and Instagram pages
0: cool do you feel that like those I guess that job your day job kind of um helps with doing burnt out in any way yeah yeah
1: definitely um there's been times where I've gone to my boss and been like hey I've worked with this ass before they're really lovely to work with so um, they've emailed us definitely keep them in your thoughts they're really cool or something will happen at UC and it's not something I've encountered at burnt out yet so it's something that I will keep in the back of my mind for future gigs As like oh this will be interesting or this is something I need to consider as a safety or insurance thing
0: yeah so cool interesting um I guess my last question for you is um what are your plans or goals kind of coming into this new year for burnt out i know you mentioned a roster um is there anything else kind of like in the works or like you know your little your goals set for the year
1: yeah um so goal set for the year is like eventually have a roster of artists that we work with um I really want to get us a website set up so that we can highlight our events, highlight our artists, highlight the artists that we work with for our event posters because we engage with local artists for them and they always do amazing work. So being able to have a bit more of like a highlight reel for them would be really cool. Um, And just keep booking shows. We've got some really big announcers coming up Um, next week for Canberra. There's a really big announce coming up, which is very exciting. Um, And some more coming up for Melbourne. So yeah, just keep doing gigs and keep having fun with it.
0: Awesome. Cool. And I guess how can, if someone wants to be booked, um, how can they contact you? What's the best way to kind of get into contact with Burnt Out?
1: Um, Best way is probably email or Instagram or Facebook message. Um, Our contact details are all up on our Instagram in our highlight reel, which is contact us. It's also available through our link tree, Burnt Out Bookings, which is all over our socials. Um, You can shoot me an email, Sarah O'Malley at BurntOutBookings.com for Sydney, Canberra, Melbourne shows. If you want to book Wollongong, Nui, Port Macquarie, Coffs Harbour Show, shoot Aaron email Aaron Johnson at burntoutbookings.com.
0: Sweet. That was so well prepared. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, I guess who, what gigs do you kind of have coming up um, in the coming, I guess, weeks?
1: Yeah, so um, in like a week or so, we've got a gig in Canberra at the Front Cafe with Upper Body Denim, Scoob Magoon, Bird Capital and the Pretty Arenas. Um, Then on March nineteenth, we have Jet City Sports Club doing their single launch. They're on tour, so they'll be we'll be running their Canberra show at Gang Gang Cafe. And then on March twentieth, we are halfway sold out for our reside show at Bad Decisions Bar with Excuse for an Exit and Snark. Um, we're trying to get that one sold sold out in like next week or two. So that's really really exciting.
0: Awesome, cool. That's fucking sounds amazing. Um, Yeah, it
1: feels very surreal.
0: Yeah, and I feel like, I guess, what's the kind of progress been like? Because did you mention you've only been doing it for about a year
1: or two? Not even that. We've been doing it for like six months.
0: Wow. So it's kind of like really progressing quickly, I guess.
1: Yeah, massively. It's very much like it's kind of steamrolling us with how quickly it's going. We're definitely trying to like, slow it down at a pace that works for us without slowing down how burnt out is overall and keep the pace going as a business. But yeah, yeah there's definitely been a, a lot that's happened like the last two weeks where I've been like, okay, this is this is expanded way more than I ever thought it would. This is getting a bit crazy now.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I mean I can see it's probably there's gonna be so much growth and it's gonna be so interesting to see like the progress and the growth of burnt out. So yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, I'm very excited. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and having a chat with me today. It's been very interesting learning all about the booking process.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's been so great chatting. That's
0: all right. Um, I usually do a bit of a cheers at the end of my episodes. If you have anything around you with you that we can have a cheers with.
1: I have young Henry's side off.
0: Oh yeah. Done. Easy. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>